hate towards Britta no, or Sherry for, for kind like... of calling me out in our group challenge. But at the end of the day, who gives a shit? Us, because our fucking ass is about to be kicked out. Are you I serious? I understand that. When I see you fucking sleeping for two hours on the couch when I'm working my ass off on an outfit, and I, was I in have the never done. Of not? course, I'm gonna be mad. No, but I'm the one that had to lip sync. Like, I worked so hard on that while you were sleeping. At the end of the day, it doesn't fucking matter, okay? The bitch is safe, leave her the fuck alone. Oh, like, I'm gonna like, worry about Heidi right now, okay? Like I said, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, Mitch. Just fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you. And fuck you. I'm gonna worry about what is this about? What is all of this about? Y'all need to leave it alone. Leave her alone. She's clearly bothered. But nobody's attacking her. Well, I think it's safe to say that Heidi has certainly come out of the closet as my season favorite. Oh, oh, I couldn't agree more. I really think that uh, in terms of the one that I'm most sort of like most excited by and that I'm like most attached to, I really feel like Heidi... And, you know, I'm keeping an eye on Crystal, but Heidi for sure right now. Yeah, Heidi, I mean, it's so interesting, right? Because we started the season one way, and you could always say, like, who is your top three, and then who's going to be the show's top three. And right now, in my top three is certainly Heidi in Closet. I'm also going to put Jan in that category, Um, you know, and I'll reserve the last space for Gigi or Jada, uh, maybe Jackie Cox. Um, I don't know where I am yet, but Heidi certainly is just grabbing my heart, and I uh, I don't feel bad about it. And I even loved her on this episode before this amazing, amazing rant. Oh yeah, I mean, again, it wasn't an episode like last week. It wasn't an episode that was really about Heidi, but every time you got some Heidi, it was like. More Heidi. Like, this is, uh, I agree with Michelle. I was being a very greedy sometimes, well, often bottom about it. And I just keep wanting more from her. But that's not because she's not giving enough. I just really enjoy it. Yeah. And obviously, you know, the, the fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck you is just so Valerie Cherish. And I was living for oh, it. Oh, yeah. No, that was, I, I appreciated that moment. I feel like some people are, there's a, what is it, from Half Baked? There's a similar, like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. There's something like that. Uh-uh. But I mean, like, that's for, that's for the straights, for, you know, for all of us over here, you know, in the gay room. Uh, it's very much a comeback <laughs> reference. Yeah, she's uh, I, I I'm trying to like place the energy that she had when she quote unquote stormed into the room to say all of this. It was it was kind of like uh, a stressed out mother, you know, coming into the room to turn off the TV because the kids are fighting. Uh huh. Well, you know what it kind of reminded me of? The, do you remember from season seven, it was like the last untucked when Kennedy comes back in with no pants on. Oh. And she's like, at the end of the day, what you said is what you said. And and like she kind of does a similar storm back in. Yes. Uh, and, you know, bitches, I'm back. <laughs> and they're both great. They're they're like, like That's it, true. it's exactly that. It's, it's moms who have had enough before they even got in the room. Yeah, right, right. Because they heard it downstairs yeah. while they were in the kitchen, you know. 
It's the opposite of the the delayed Nacia Lopez bitches I'm back reentrance. Right. Instead of like coming in a second too late, they have already started a second early in their like rage out. Yeah, and they come is, onto the screen. Yes, yes. It's it's a good it's a sign of a good actor who comes on stage already performing the line to yes. interrupt the scene. You know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This that moment all like how this all played out with some pretty great editing of like, cause if you watch just before there's a couple, there's one shot in particular, you can see, uh, Heidi, like watching all of this go down around Aiden <laughs> and you can see like, Oh, I'm done. Oh, I'm getting, I'm getting done here. I'm almost done. And it's, it's great. And I love that. Like, because I kind of, as a sort of, best supporting yelled line in this moment. I also really enjoyed Aiden saying, and I was in the bottom that challenge, wasn't I? Like there's something about that angry mom that I also identify with. Yeah, you know, it's interesting because I feel like, especially with Jan's energy, which was very welcomed, right? Because Jan was kind of the... You know, just the the kids listening in on the fight in the hallway and their mm-hmm. and all the reaction shots. I was I was here for it. You know, she she tried to keep things light as best she could. She even went yeah, to the console. Fourth wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, uh, so I appreciate that, and I think a lot of the queens are kind of in on this. We have to muck up drama, right? We need a show that has a lot of drama and there's fighting. And, you know, if you're feeling an emotion, you know, push it to a 10, not down to a 2, you know? And, Mm -hmm. uh, but I feel like Aiden is the only one kind of not in on that. She's the only one that I feel like is authentically, like, really there in the room, while the others are very aware of the cameras. Well, and, like, not for nothing, but it's kind of like you know, it's like all the girls are trying on the same wedding dress and Aiden is the wedding dress. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just like, you know, it, it's it's like enough already, you know? Like, I'm tired of being like the one that you're all kind of like trying to get your moment in the 21 minutes of Untucked, mm, you know? Right, on. Right. Like, I think that it's kind of tr- tragic that Aiden doesn't know because it's like they're all using her to get a sound bite. Like, it's like, Britta, Nikki already made the sleeping comment. Now you're trying to make a comment about her sleeping. Sure. Which one are they going to use? Both of them. Right. It's, it, like, I, I gotta say, I'm, I definitely am team Heidi slash Aiden uh, in this situation where it was like, they, I mean, it was just so clear what this was, that they were all just attacking her about something that she hadn't even decided on. Like, they should be telling this to the judges. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. Like, this, this isn't up to her. And, as she said, like, if I'm the weakest link, well, then I let me be the weakest link and I'll go home when it's my time. But, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I watched this on Saturday morning. I watched uh, Untucked on Saturday morning. Um, maybe, I think, maybe it was late Friday. God, the whole days are just like blurring together. But regardless, I, I, I'm not going to invest myself in any of this. Like, I am not in an emotional place right now to be like, oh, and so-and-so should have... No, but this, this... It's just like, okay, I'm just going to enjoy this as drama that they're creating for me and that it's not... Mm-hmm. The stakes aren't even real. Uh, because th- especially on this argument, the stakes were nothing, right? They were all oh, just yeah. bitching. And then, you know, Aiden's there like, what the fuck? Like, leave me alone. Uh, but, you know, at the same time, Aiden, I don't think is on the same page as the other girls where they're supposed to be upset and angry. And Aiden is taking it all on the chin. Uh, You know, he feels very attacked. Um, Yeah. But (laughs) uh, he's not then being like, is there's something about Aiden, like both in how he's 
responding, she's responding, however, to all of this, um, that along with her drag, it's like, okay, it's not, it's not at the same level as everyone else, but I'm really intrigued at the same time. You know what I mean? Like that, that runs true for Aiden. No, not on the same, not lower, but in a, on a different level and in a different place than a lot of the other Queens. Yeah. And in some cases fall shorter, but in other cases is more interesting. It's just a different aesthetic. It's just like, okay, great. Oh, wow. Okay, great. I love this. You know, you yeah. can, re- I mean, and I think it was, I saw that Twitter exchange on, excuse me, that exchange on Twitter between Bob and Aiden, uh, which I found just, I was so entertained by it. But, you know, Bob, I guess, on the pit stop, I didn't watch the pit stop this week, um, but Bob was like, how are you wearing the same wig again? Uh, mm-hmm. You know, and then yeah. it went back and forth. And I'm just kind of like, I don't know, Bianca did it with the dress. There's many queens that do it with the makeup. Uh, you know, I think last week, um, a curiousy Davenport, uh, not last week, last season, uh, a curious see Davenport had that one Ariel Versace wig that kept being passed around. You know, it just, it happens. And if it's part of her aesthetic, then it's part of her fucking aesthetic. And I'm just kind of like, all right. I mean, fair point. And she's still in it. Right. Well, I mean, yeah, like not for nothing, but like it, obviously she, there have been moments we've seen already that there has been a different wig, but like nobody came for Sasha Valore's bald head. You know, mm-hmm. but like we kept seeing that and like I have no issue with it. It's just like, OK, that's that's what you do. This is your look. Uh, I, you know, again, I also think it's because it's very distinct. If if she was just doing like strawberry blonde, you know, lace front wig, nobody would clock it because it'd be like, oh, oh, my God. No, beautiful. Oh, my God. You look like, you know, sure. A, a woman. Um, So there's also that. And that the judges haven't told her not to right like that's the other thing like crystal changed up her makeup for the judges aiden hasn't been told stop wearing this goddamn pussycat wig yeah i mean they've also like in terms of what the judges have seen um i mean they at least saw one different wig when she had the the uh the green nightgown thing whatever that was the tool the tool runway Mm -hmm. so like they have seen some variety from her uh i don't know i mean I also think they must know, like, oh, we got we got a real lightning rod on our hands. We're not doing, we're not, we're not getting rid of nobody anytime soon. Mm. You mean Aiden? Aiden, yeah. And so I mean, like, obviously they only like. There's the whole mythos of like, oh, the the judges only see what happens on the runway, but it's like, well, that's just like, yeah, that's just the show. <laughs> like they right. know what's going on behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah. you yeah. know, they, they know that she's kind of this punching bag, and they're gonna use that for story and for fodder. Uh, yeah. To set up, you know, perhaps, I mean, again, like Britta versus Aiden, there's this clear thing going on. So down the road, you know, I I, I imagine that there'll be some resolution. Well, and I think it's also, I mean, like, not that they know how this is all going to go down, but just if you were to be mapping out this story, and if we are considering there, that this is all culled from hours and hours and hours of footage, right. if the this narrative of confident New York City queen Britta being like faltering oh, against I'm sorry is oh did you not know well she's she's done everything I mean <laughs> come on didn't you know in New York everybody knows her she's <laughs> in everything oh okay okay she's from, from, from New York okay so go she's, on yeah so so, yeah. so here is this like confident professional New York queen who's from New York and lives in New York and <laughs> uh she comes here she flies across the country because she had lived in New York and then she 
is up against this like in her mind just this like country bumpkin queen or someone from, from the middle York. of nowhere yeah, who's yeah. also not from New York, uh, <laughs> like Britta. New York, you know, it's in the One water. One New York they queen, say. yeah. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> five New York girls. One New York girl. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, five New York queens. <laughs> Speaking of which, you how on uh, the pit stop was really funny. It's worth the pit stop. This is probably my favorite season. The pit stop. Bob is impeccable. He's oh, so I, good at I, it. I, yeah, I I just didn't have the bandwidth to watch pit stop uh, i also didn't want to be swayed by it so that was another reason why mm. so. sometimes i think with the fashion stuff especially like with someone like you had and you know even bob where it's like well you guys know more about this than i do right sometimes i want someone to tell me what to think yeah no absolutely absolutely yeah i hear that yeah i so this fight uh certainly going down in untucked history i think it uh you know it referenced season six with laganja and it was, yeah, just Heidi adding this other element, uh, again, you know, similar to a Kennedy coming back into the room to calm the kids down. Um, yeah, it it was a great distraction. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when they say you're only watching Untucked, if you're not watching Untucked, you're only getting half the story. This was more of the story, I think, this week. I just had so much more fun watching Untucked because of, you know, the the shade button and all of the fighting that went on and, and granted I don't like fighting I really don't but because it is so petty and because it feels so performative and aware of itself I'm like great yep bring it on I I'm glad to have some sort of discussion here <laughs> yeah it's well I mean I think you know obviously we've seen fighting before we've seen untucked fighting before but I think this in terms of the main episode I mean, it's some of what I've been feeling in the past few episodes. It's like, I don't know if I've, if there've been any new beats. Like, I, there are, I feel like, you Some know. Some turnips, y- but maybe not beats. Yeah, but no, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, not much turned up either in terms of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have some to carrots, say, okay. Yeah, I mean, I've been really rooting around looking for something to love here, but. Um, I'm coming up just, you know, uh, no sprouts. Yeah, no. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's like no scrubs. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't want no sprouts. A sprout is an episode of Drag Race that ain't got no love for me. Um, so I uh, it's not that I think this was a bad episode or, or that I think this is a bad season. I just I think I've said this already a few times you know, in talking about season 12 is I haven't had many moments of like, whoa, like they're really stepping it up, you know, like I haven't had many exciting moments and I feel like this played out like every other kind of like Mm -hmm. scripted comedy challenge plays out. And like, once again, the script's not that funny. Well, you know, actually I, I'm going to disagree with you about gays anatomy. I thought that at least they knew about the show. Right. Like there was references to Grey's Anatomy that I was like, OK, you watch the show that works. Yeah. The impaling, you know, the obviously the, the poll episode, you know, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? I want to say not, not montage. Uh, when you do something in honor of something. Oh, my God. Memoriam. A, oh, like oh, whatever. It, it's homage. Like 20 minutes. Homage. Oh, my God. <laughs> Quarantine brain, Jesus. homage. Yeah, <laughs> it's my mother. Homatoma. Yeah, 
But the uh, homotoma yeah. to that was nice. But they but... referenced they referenced you know how you know the mother is so abusive to Meredith Grey, and they referenced uh, you know Izzy. Uh, Katie Heigl's character, which you know is a, is kind of a deep cut at this point for Grey's Anatomy because it's been a while since Katie Heigl was on Grey's Anatomy. I think knowing the references is great, but I don't I I don't know if that makes up for just like a tight script. Like it's I just I have to imagine it can't be that hard to find a well written parody script <laughs> in all the land. You know, that's yeah, the thing. Yeah, it's like, you know it's what RuPaul's I will say that, Drag Race. Right, right. Like, come no, on. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. I will say, uh, you know, if we're talking about camp, if we're talking about, you know, uh, good, bad drag, right, you kind of don't want the script to be too good, and you want the queens to really lean into the good, bad drag. So it is a challenge. You know, it's it's a a fine line to balance, and and it's it's tough. And I will say the queens that did well with this, I thought, really figured it out, figured out how to take bad dialogue and, you know, make it funny. Um, and I think it's it is a shame that the that honestly, the, the one of the strongest performances in the room uh, was, you know, uh, the disqualified queen. Like it's it it's getting to the point now where. Uh, and not in like, oh man, couldn't we just put it all aside? Uh, because she's so funny. She did that thing with the turtleneck. But it just like, it's such a shame that such a talented person is such a garbage human being. Because <laughs> from what they what they had us still see of her this episode, it was like, yeah, that's a great performance. And that's hitting all the right notes. And that's, you know, finding that balance between, you know, bringing the script to life and bringing your own light right, to it. Right. And uh, I, it's just a real... It's a real fucking shame. It was so funny. It really yeah. was. It was really it was. Uh, experienced, I, lived in, and you kind of felt like it was not amateur in that sense. Uh, yes, it was and just I on think, a higher level. Yeah. And that kind of that kind of work, you, you forget about the script. I mean, so much. Right. Of it, I don't know how much of that's improvised or scripted, but it's working. Uh, and so. You know, I mean, I, I hate to say that that's kind of the level. I would say Jackie Cox comes close as well to like hitting that, hitting that tone you're talking about of like kind of being in on the bad script. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, right. I, um, yeah. I mean, we she we, wasn't. She could have been better, but right. I think we can we can get into the episode uh, and start talking about maybe that challenge first. But uh, before we do, we should. Let our Marys know what they're listening to. Well, sure. They are, of course, listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. All Right, Mary. Which is our podcast dedicated to all things Drag Race, the world of Drag Race, and the paradigm that RuPaul has created with this beady, beady little TV show. I'm Johnny, and speak some more French, Nikki. That's great. And I'm Colin, and you don't get to call me a whore. <laughs> That's what was missing from this script was a you don't get to call me a whore moment uh, <laughs> great anyway. reference Mary I'm, I'm uh, giving you snaps for it thank you <laughs> but that's like uh, that's that's where I want to see the homework done uh, okay <laughs> so let's talk about let's talk about the challenge anatomy. yeah let's yeah, talk, let's about, talk this. about gays anatomy you know, we'll get into other details later yeah sure uh, I so okay I I appreciated all the queens. I thought that the, actually 
you know, to kind of to counter your point, I thought this was a really strong challenge. I thought everybody, you know, basically did their job um, and they had to edit to show us their weaknesses, right? And I, the first one I should mention is Jada. Uh, Jada, for me, excuse the pun, but, but it, it, she just kind of flatlined in this role. Oh, God, I was afraid you were going to give her praise. I was like, yeah, no, this was like classic someone thinking through all the beats as they're saying them. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it was it was really the first time we've seen Jada falter this season. But I also kind of feel like, well, okay. You know, I mean, there are worse things to falter on. Yeah, she didn't do terribly, but it yeah. was certainly like I'm listening to the line reading and I'm like, there is... Like there's so much more that could have been done to make this funnier, and mm-hmm. uh, and it was just one note. Uh, so you know, again, um, not. Uh, I thought she should have been in the bottom, right? And she was. So. Yeah, yeah. So there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that feels good. Um, <laughs> well, let's talk about. Let's just talk about Britta. Let's just... Oh. Uh, she's a New York queen. Uh, <laughs> she's one of the five New York queens this season. Uh, what... I think that we have come to the conclusion, I think you had, we were texting about this, and you had said, like, oh, like, Britta is... They're make, making her out to be the villain of this season. So, oh, quote, unquote, yeah. the villain, you Yeah, know? I do, for sure, I think she's the villain, right? Especially yeah. after this episode. They... And the edit that she's just been getting of just being this arrogant you know, consistently blowing herself up and then not, quote-unquote, delivering. Um, I thought her runway look was was fine. I thought it was great. I thought it was more than just going to the club look. But, um, yeah, I, again, in the challenge, it was not... It was, it was kind of like Jada's performance, where it was just kind of like, okay, you did a good job, you did what you needed to do, and you didn't stand out. Yeah, I mean, I think one thing that... I it's so rarely does it work, but comedic crying, over the top crying for the laugh, it's like I I can't think of anyone off the top of my head who who does it well. But this way of doing it, this sort of big Lucille Ball wah, mm. is like it's just like talk about flatlining. Like that is just like a like a DNR. Do not repeat. Like it just doesn't work. Stop doing it. Mm. Uh, so that that kind of put me off. I felt like Brita was, you know, I'm I'm trained and I've been blah 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 and I've done this and I've done that and obviously we know where she lives. Uh, it's New York, <laughs> so you hear all that and you think, great, like you should be able to just like tap dance through this. And I mean, she certainly wasn't shuffling off to Buffalo. I'll tell you that much. She lives in New York, so she could do that. <laughs> 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 oh God! <laughs> uh, yeah, I Britta, you know, uh, I I had really high hopes for Britta coming into this season, and her edit is just super disappointing. Um, you know, yeah. it's, it's hard to know what's real and what's not. I think it sucked that she got attacked by <laughs> Leslie uh, on uh, Twitter last week. Uh, you know, it, it, it it's hard. It's hard because you I. As a former local queen, I uh, always loved her shows. And then to see this edit on the show and how she's acting and all this stuff. And it's just kind of like, oh, God, Britta, villain, villain edit. I know you're not a villain and Britta villain. So and she, you know, and I think it's it's the thing you do when these episodes come out is and she posted the thing on Instagram and Twitter apologizing, uh, apologizing for how she behaved and how they're friends. And yeah, it's kind of like, okay, well, that makes 
like it, it makes this a little bit easier to watch to know that okay this was a year ago right we're all good now <laughs> this is edited there's many more episodes to go we are we're being told to feel a very specific way right now right. so right yeah um i have a question about Gigi good in this challenge did yes. you especially with her line reading of i wish my mother had survived a near tucking accident did you get robbie turner in ruko's empire Oh, Robbie Turner wishes, <laughs> wishes, she wishes from the back of that Uber. She wishes, oh, she wishes she could have this nuance. Gigi Good is a ninja. She is a nuanced ninja. It's so good. I'm so impressed. Oh my God. She's so good. She's like the Margot Robbie of Drag Race. <laughs> Yeah, the bird of prey, if you will. Yeah. Um, yeah. She's, uh, uh. I, Gigi. Um. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, good. Because <laughs> she is. Me, Britta, I, good. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, I still got some Robbie Turner in Ruko's Empire with just like the eye bulging and the the uh, 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 kind of thing. I mean, I know what you doing. mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like Robbie's version just was a, a, a well, we, yes, know. we know. Yeah. It was uncomfortable. Yeah, it was the <laughs> store brand version. Yeah. And there's nothing yeah. wrong with the store brand version. And that's it's the fine. same ingredients. Uh, it's just branded it, differently. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it lies about car accidents. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, anyway, um, I, I, you know, I think we talked about Sherry, uh, excuse me, Allison, oh, excuse me, the disqualified queen. Um, <laughs> she, uh, it was, it was, I, I, it's unfortunate because she set a high bar um, and we can't get attached to her because there's no talking heads. There's, you know, she's edited out of the show. So we're only seeing her in these challenges. Um, so, yeah, we can praise the performance. Uh, it was certainly, it kept a lot of those scenes up. Well, I mean, I think that's like it was sort of and because it, it's, you know, it's like, oh, I don't want to give her anything. But I think as a sort of like pulling away from all of like the iceberg underneath this, if we're just watching this as an example of something, right. you think like what she was doing is the example of how like what these scenes all needed. And it needs someone who is is fully comfortable and fully like and I think Gigi actually is a great example of that as well Is she was so comfortable in that role that she could play weird little notes like the cross eyes or the way she kind of did that little scurry for a hug from mm. uh, from Jackie and mm -hmm. it's this like nuanced little thing that you can tell she's not thinking about and that like it's just that it's that thing of just like you're just letting it flow because you know how to and uh Ms. Pie clearly knows how to and so it shows and um I think that was what like Maybe what I think Britta was hoping she was going to be or was thinking she should have been as well. was It's like, a hard role. That was, I mean, uh, Dr. O'Kerr was, uh, I, I don't know what she could have done to elevate that type of role. But that's the challenge, right, is, is to be able to do that. I mean, I also feel like all of them had room to play and room to interpret. I mean, Rue says that's a widow. Like, you, it's up to interpretation how you yeah. want to take this role. And those were all, those were Britta choices. Like, she... I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like, well, all of the roles are kind of just templates. I mean, even like Meredith Grey, like, or Meredith Gay or whatever the character's name is. I mean, 
Jackie didn't really have many funny lines. It was only in her delivery that like the lines worked. Mm, so all the roles were funny. But what about the back roles? Oh, <laughs> she re- you're going to come that way? All right. I'm that all girl. Right. You knew I was. Yeah, you're that girl I knew you were. Um, so the, the other one that I want to talk about is Aiden. And I, first, I just have to say, I can't stand, or I can't with Aiden because it was so funny. I really thought it was funny for probably different reasons, probably different reasons than others. But the first thing I'm just going to mention is Aiden doing Mae West. Follow me here is like Elizabeth Berkeley doing Nomi Malone. Because it's mm-hmm. it, it's just so, so unaware, so unhinged, mm-hmm. and totally hilarious. And she's trying as much as she can, and it's it's good bad drag. Yeah, it's it is. I I loved it. I thought it was so funny. I thought the way that she was just like shaving those hips, and I could hear her do that line over and over of "Why don't you come up and IV me sometime?" Like that was so funny, and. I, yeah, I mean, she was, uh, or, you know, is that an EpiPad in your pocket? I mean, that was, she was, she was making that so much funnier than it was on the page. And, uh, and it was the same delivery each time, which I think worked. Yeah, but that's what it, that's what it needed. Oh. I just, oh, yeah, I, I, that, it was great. I, I think that no one wants to give it to Aiden because of her little wig that she did well this week. Yeah, she did. And I, I mean, the one little nuance that I noticed was when the they showed all the girls watching Aiden's scene with Britta. Oh, and the yeah. one girl I saw was Jan. And Jan just had this huge grin on her face. Mm-hmm. The other girl oh, was yeah. nothing. And it was Jan that was just like beaming for her. Yeah, those shots were, those were interesting little cuts of like, just, you know, cut to the dead audience. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> No one likes it. <laughs> Except Jan. Yeah. Except for Jan. <laughs> oh God. No, just, I, just Jan. I, just Jan. Um no, I I thought the the ghost was uh, well done, you know, and they also made it funny with the filter that they put on her, no pun intended, because it was with Britta. Uh, oh, yeah, that was good. Thanks for looking, you know. <laughs> Thank you, Heidi. Explaining uh, that, I you know, I I also think this was, and many Marys will probably agree, this episode was a very um, uncomfortable edit for Nikki Doll. Ooh, yeah. I wanted to talk about Nikki next. Uh, I mean, first of all, it's worth mentioning that these head rolls uh, are are good. Tyra won as a head. Darian won mm, as a head. That's right. Vivacious went home as that's a head. Right. That's right. Uh, so uh, and I think the only other one is Tatiana because she was the other baby in the oh, Country Critters. Right. I don't think there's any other heads. I may um, be wrong. Mary is correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I can't think of any others. I can't think yeah. of any others. Yeah. But it's I mean, but it's this it's a role that because it's small and because it's novel, uh, not to be confused with. COVID-19, I just, I feel like there's these words that have become dirty now, you know? I know. But because it is this kind of, like, you know, quirky little featured moment, like, all you have to do is just, like, nail those four or five lines, and you can win. You can, like, I've been watching old seasons of Drag Race, and, like, 
you know, watching season nine, like Shea Coulee comes in to the, you know, the Kardashians musical. She does the Black China bit for 17 seconds and then walks out with the win. It's mm. it's incredible. Um, so this could have been similar. I, I It's just that I just felt so uncomfortable with the way he delivered it and the fact that they showed it when Carson said, Oh yeah, speak some more French, Nikki. That's great. I, I it felt so weird, and I'm just like, ugh. I mean, I get it. I get it. They want her to lean into that kind of over the top, campy parody of being a, a French drag queen. I get it, right? Like you could say mm-hmm. one or the other, how that's bad or how that's good or whatever. But uh, the way that they edit it made made it feel really, really weird. And she was doing it, and it was fine, and it wasn't that funny, but. I thought that she did deserve more points than she did for for being that ugly and being that silly. Well, I I okay, well let's okay. I mean, I <clears throat> excuse me. I think this whole silly thing. Let's talk about that cuz I feel like it's it, that's something that I feel very uncomfortable about is all of this, all of this talk about like, but you are, you are silly. Like you're so goofy. Oh my God, you're so silly. And then it's like talking about it kind of diffuses it. Like it's not a thing you talk about or else it kind of falls apart. You have to just be it. You have to do it and, and not it. It all feels so inorganic because it's like everyone is looking at Nikki going, oh, my God, no, but you're so crazy. And then Nikki has to kind of then demonstrate that, you know, but oh, my God, you're like so crazy. And then she like a great example of this is untucked last week when like Leslie was kind of trying to coach her to be sillier. And I just Mm -hmm. felt like it was so uncomfortable because there's just this unspoken pressure of, okay, at some point you got to demonstrate that you got the lesson. And then she did that little bit about like, Leslie says something about like, you got to act like I'm about to give you a hundred thousand dollars. And then Nikki's like, Oh, well then I guess I'll be crazy. Right. And it's so like, it's so baby giraffe in the world of being crazy. It's like, Oh God, this is Derek drawing on new eyebrows. Totally. You know? Yeah. It's just so forced. I don't like this storyline at all. And I think that's kind of why I'm struggling connecting with Nikki or why I'm not that sad that she's gone. Not because I don't think she's silly or not because I don't think she's beautiful and gorgeous, right? Like gorgeous. But the the thing is, is I just hate this storyline where it's she's struggling with the language. Right. And, you know, I don't know. It makes sense. It makes total sense. If I was competing in uh, uh, some competition in Spain and I don't speak really any Spanish, uh, I would, I, you know, I'd be complaining that I don't know the language either. But it, then it also calls to Drag Race Thailand. I think of somebody like Jeannie where she was she competed in English like all of her challenges were in English and when she needed translation or help with what was going on she asked other people that spoke English in the room and so it, it's just very interesting to see this storyline play out on you know US television and the story to be I'm struggling I can't from the queen and then the show being like it doesn't matter lean into the fact that you don't know and it it just seems like two different two different semi trucks coming to crash, and nothing's going to come out good of it. Yeah, I, I kept thinking of Drag Race Thailand too, where it was like we've we've seen this narrative play out so much differently, like with with Genie, with Vanda, you know, where like they 
they figure it out. Like it becomes, I mean, where she's like, okay, well, this is, you know, this is part of the challenge. It's what I signed up for. Like I, I certainly empathize with this, with a having a language barrier. And I feel like that it's really interesting to hear someone talk about like, you know, in my own language, I am so much funnier and so much wittier and so much quicker. And like, that makes sense. But, uh, it's an interesting narrative, but I guess at the same time, if I'm going to be honest, it's like, you know, you've been watching this show for seasons. You know that you're going to have to be funny. You know you're going to have to be quick. You're going to have to do improv. You're going to have to do, eventually do snatch game. Like, I, it's like queens who show up who don't know how to sew. It's like, but you know what you're getting into. Mm. So I'm not saying that you shouldn't audition, but you shouldn't then be surprised when you're expected to have a pretty strong mastery of the English language. Yeah. Uh, or if not, just to kind of counter that, if not, you have to be like all these other queens whose English is their second language, and you have to lean into that and that be your character. And I don't think Nikki wanted to do that. And I, I don't know. I kind of understand why I do. Uh, it's yeah. just, again, and I, I can't stress this, this enough, like, I am over this storyline. I just don't think it's, uh, I don't think it's comfortable. I'm just kind of like, there's, there's one side and then there's another side. And there's no solution right mm -hmm. now except for one side to concede and the queens are consistently having to concede uh and so i don't know i i i i will miss nikki i think she's gorgeous i did find her very very sweet i loved her little pep talk with heidi uh right before they lip synced i you know there's there's something really really sweet and genuine about her i also found her um after after you know, untucked um, when she gets eliminated in the workroom. Just very grounded, very, you know, kind of just easy. And, uh, you know, you don't really always get that when lights, camera, action, you know? Yeah, I think that was one of the appeals of Nikki. What I liked about her was it didn't seem like she was doing the self-producing game. I wasn't getting the same vibes I was getting from a Brita, for example. Mm, right. Right. She was she was just there and then got into her head because she was just frustrated with how she was being painted um, by somebody else besides her. Um, so, you yeah. know, and I totally get that. That's also lack of control. And she had no control over it. Um, I will say in terms of her runway look, all I <laughs> kept saying was, oh, give her another cape. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> give her another cape. Give her another cape. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mary. Yeah. I <laughs> Well, I mean, this one, it looked like it was made out of those little stockings they give you for free at the shoe store <laughs> to try on new shoes. What do they call those? The booties? Uh... I don't know. I never know what they were called. <laughs> but, you know, they're great with those little, like, because, you know, I mean, I basically pay for those now because I buy those no-show socks because, you know, I like, oh, right. I like when my socks don't show. You like to show so... a little ankle, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly, exactly, because otherwise I look like a little schoolgirl. <laughs> it's like I'm wearing <laughs> little Mary Janes, you know? <laughs> you know, I will say, whenever I wear those little no-show socks, I don't know if it's my feet or how I walk, but they always come around the heel, always. Oh, yeah, you got it. H&M has some good ones, but I know what you mean. Some of them, they fall off the back of the heel, and then you've just got this little, like, it's like, the, you know, the condom's definitely coming off. Yeah, right, um, right Time right. to readjust. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I don't know. And um, after you wash them like once or twice, it, you can't use them again. They don't stay on. I, you know, I've, I, I've had luck, but I have some that that are faulty and some that are better. Um, 
But, it, you know, it's anyway, the, the solution, I think, is to go to a stride right and just steal a box of those booties. <laughs> yeah. If the shoe fits, right? Um, yeah, buy two. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so so in the challenge, you know, just to, uh, I, uh, the baby, it was fine. Again, uh, similar to like a Jada, like it was fine. And there was more that I think she could have done. But at the end of the day, I will say, Mary, I could have seen this being edited differently where she was praised for how out of the box she went. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that's the lesson we're learning this whole season is that it's all in the edit Yeah. because like, I mean, I, again, I keep forgetting that, you know, uh, that there's pie. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh, Oh yeah. Right. Well, I guess she did win. Yeah. So I, I, certainly they could, I, I always just keep remembering, Oh, Oh my God, this is from hours, hours and hours of footage. Oh my God, this is hours of footage. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so certainly they could have this, if they wanted to keep Nikki or if they had a different storyline in mind or someone else who was weaker, it could have mm-hmm. been like, Nikki, you really pushed yourself and, and you did a great job. So, and you look beautiful tonight. You're safe. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I didn't like the cape, but you know, at least you had uh, a sheer cape underneath, right? Right. At least, you know, but everything else looked great or who knows? I mean, I, sometimes the look totally matters. Sometimes it doesn't. Uh... Yeah. I mean, that's also very inconsistent, right? I mean, I the, her look, the way that she had that cape reminded me of when Courtney Act came out in like the bed look and then took mm-hmm. everything off and was basically naked. And she was fine. Right. She was fine that challenge. Yeah, I think that uh, it's funny because I was thinking of Courtney Act because the bodysuit kind of reminded me of the 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 winged look. Oh, sure, yes, right. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, that's that's Nikki. Who do you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk about? Uh... I think we should take a break and then come back. Okay, well, I can do that too. Hey, Mary, we actually have a lot more to say about this week's episode of Drag Race. So, Colin, where can we, where can they find this discussion? Well, that, of course, would be Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show, available exclusively on Patreon at patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. All right. Well, what do we say uh, we show them a little clip of it? All right, Mary. Where, where Jan shines, really, and I, I, I'll echo this again, is just being this supportive fan uh, on the show and just trying to keep things light as much as possible. And I I just appreciate her being on the show. I just love that she's there. Well, she was, you know, she was willing to go along with that stupid shade button bit (laughs) and untuck. It's like the button doesn't actually make noise. If I'm going to watch, you know, eight more weeks of this, I love Gigi and I want to see the other queens. That's all. This is a lot of people in a weird time in the world then applying all of those bigger feelings to this TV show about drag queens. Yeah, right. So if you want to hear all that and more, just go to patreon.com backslash allrightmary, and we will see you in nuance. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Well, I was hoping we could talk about crystal oh uh, it's a it's a big problem in the gay community right now it is but um i just thought that maybe we could shine some light on uh miss connors miss connors no it's crystal i told you (laughs) i told you (laughs)
Um, she, <laughs> not dancing, I know that much. <laughs> we could have had anybody to fill this role, right? We could have had Janet Jackson, Paul Abdul, but no, we got Crystal. So man, they could have had Janet Jackson <laughs> or Paul Abdul, but we got Crystal Connors. What a world! What a delusional world Showgirls lives in. Like such grandeur. Oh, God, I, I miss the stardust. Okay, so uh, so Crystal, I, you know, to be honest with you, Mary, I I like Crystal. Uh, no, I, um, I, I don't, Crystal isn't reading for me yet. I feel like there, I mean, she did not really pop this episode, I feel like. I mean, in terms of storyline, I think in the challenge, I mean, I like that they called out the nuances of how she kind of played, you know, being on the back of that fork and, uh, the I, I, sort of physical comedy that she and Heidi were doing. Yes, I get that. And I also felt like, okay, did you stretch before that reach? I'm just kind of like, what you were looking for anything. Oh, no, I think those nuances were appreciated. She was doing some good stuff. I think I think the thing is, like, this episode is not about Heidi, or not, not about Crystal. They haven't, I mean, well, she does have that Eldebarge hairdo. I mean, look <laughs> at that Eldebarge hairdo. Nobody asked, but look. At that Eldebarge hairdo. Ugh. I want a tote bag that says, look at that Eldebarge hairdo. Uh, but I, Tired. I, it it hasn't been about her, but I, I really like Crystal. I think that she she was, you know, fine in the challenge, but I feel like she is, um, I think she's really funny. I think that she has good timing. I think that she looked great on the runway. Uh and I like that little moment she had with Michelle about her shoes. Like, I think that they, the judges really like her. Like, I think Crystal just has, I, I'm hoping in Snatch Game she'll shine. Because I just feel like we haven't really been given much. And hopefully that means it's because we're going to get more later. I, I hear you. And I'm going to be a little shady, a little harsh right now. Uh, and again, I, I feel like Crystal off the show is probably gorgeous. I think that, you know, asking her to tone down her makeup is awful. I, you know, I think that's like the worst thing you could ask a queen to do is change up how they enter a dress. But regardless, so I think of it this way, right? You have uh, a bag of chips and Mm. the the best chips are those rolly ones. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that are folded over. Uh, yeah, of course I know the fold over okay, chips. Yes. yes. So I was so, a, briefly married to one in my twenties. Yeah. <laughs> so the fold over chips are the best ones in the bag, right? So let's say you have a bag of chips and you eat those ones first, right? Sometimes you leave those for the end. Cause you know, I often do that. You leave the foldy chips for the end, or sometimes you eat them up right away. Right now, season 12, and this is, again, I, I don't mean to be too harsh, but this is just how I'm seeing it. We're looking at a queen like Crystal, and I'm kind of like, well, you're not a foldy over chip, but maybe you're a complete big chip that we also want to save because it's not like a broken off chip or a crumb or, you know what I mean, or a, like a one with a little green on it. Um, mm-hmm. it it's, it's, it's a fine chip. Um, but it's not the best in the bag, and maybe we didn't get the best bag of chips this time around. And I feel like we are bending over backwards to be like, oh, no, Crystal's great. It's like, yeah, but she's also not a foldy over chip, and that's okay. Ooh, I am not <laughs> – I, I, I don't think you're 
wrong. I I just I like her and I want to it's like Heidi. I like her and I want to see more of her. Same. I think we're attached to all these queens. Sure. Yeah, well I mean some more than others, I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay, right. Um I think that I I like her personality. I think that, you know, now that we're talking it out, I and this is probably true other seasons, but it makes sense like now more than ever. I just I'm I'm so much more drawn to the queens who make me feel good, like mm. Heidi or Crystal, you know, in the little that we see of her because obviously that's what I'm looking for right now. Yeah. Already the season has got a bit of a blight on it, you right. know, and then right. there's the coronavirus and you know and then everything else, you know. But like so it's like, okay, we're just, we're trying to like still find the joy here. Still find, still having a good time. Still trucking along. Pandemic's happening. Still recapping Drag Race, you know? Yeah, and you're yeah. trying to find things to, to enjoy about it. And I, I guess it doesn't surprise me that like what I'm enjoying most is just the people that make me feel warm and fuzzy. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I will say this. I, when I watched the episode on Friday, I just had this kind of, not epiphany, but just this thought, like... I am in a very different place watching this show. I just, I mean, I'm in a very different place watching the show. I'm a little bitter. I'm a little more pessimistic. And I just don't believe a lot of it. Like, I'm really just seeing the reality machine go on when I know that, you know, it's just such a production. And it's in a different way than I've seen other seasons. Uh, and I think it has to do with the times. And, you know, I am trying to find joy. And I... I really and so that's why I also appreciate Jan on the show and why I do appreciate Crystal why I love Crystal and but again I mean you know maybe this is informed by everything that's going on but again not a foldy over chip right now for me so that's all that's fair and I don't necessarily disagree I really it's not that she it's not like the same feelings that I got watching some like a someone like a Sasha Velour where I was like oh my god right. this is just hitting the notes for me but it's like I mean, I think that it is I, – I think that we'd be remiss to to not be meta about this and be like, yeah, we're here doing our thing every week that we do and we talk about Drag Race and all that. And, like, not that we don't keep it real and talk about other stuff, but I think, like, it's so fair to be like, yeah, we're trying to find the joy here, but, like, just like everybody else, we're, we're, we're trying. We're trying. And it's not just because, oh, I don't like season 12. It's just – it's it's a little harder to get the engine started in the morning when it's cold out versus when it's not. And it's just been kind of cold the past few weeks sure. in the world. And I think um, it's harder to, like, kind of shift into that mindset of, like, talking about drama between queens from a TV show filmed a year ago. And, like, I think, I don't know, feel fully invested in it. When not only does it feel weird in these times right now... But there's also this other blight of like, and they had to edit out the front runner. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, let's just name it. Like they had to edit out the front runner and we're going to have to continue to see that all season. And more and more, my concern is that the season is going to feel less like the excitement of the race tightening and more about watching them edit out, cher edit out cherry pie. Yeah, I could, I know? totally see that. I will say that I, I think they're doing a great job. I mean, it's still an entertaining show and it's still, doing the drag race brand but you're absolutely right it's going to get a little bit more obvious um and i don't know if it'll get more uncomfortable but it it'll just be a little bit more obvious and so it does put something you know some sort of taint on things yeah <laughs> like i think it's yeah exactly i think it's totally fair to say that 
for a number of reasons, this season's been different. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, I don't know. I just I think if we don't acknowledge it, then we're going to tap dance around it and try to, like, create fake content so that we don't have to talk about the fact that it feels a little weird right now. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and I'm not traumatized or triggered. Oh, I can't believe I'm talking about Drag Race. It's so hard. It's just like, I don't know. Uh, I, it just feels a little more um, uh, not non-essential <laughs> yeah no i hear you mary and you know what at the same time it, it is essential to escape yeah. sometimes you know so i totally. do i look forward to our discussions every sunday like i you know regardless of what i thought about the episode like it's still something that is consistent in my life so you know i really appreciate that um and just to kind of bring this into a lighter place there was a quote on this episode that you know was very funny but it's what actually what i ask my my <laughs> It's what I ask my cat in my one bedroom oh. apartment during quarantine, which is, which one of us is the trade besides me? Oh. And someone outside yells, May! Uh, um, well, I, I do think it brings up, like, let's, you know, let's, yes, thank you, Marys, for letting us have, like, just a moment. I just need to have a little temper tantrum. Sorry, said, it's a pandemic. I said, I felt. Um, <laughs> But now let's get back to the things that matter, like trade of the season. Oh, uh, Chan's boy brows. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I, certainly I, I see the appeal. I don't know if I've really uh, I don't know if there's anybody that I'm really like, you know, uh, uh, really feeling. Like, oh, Jackie Cox is it for me. That's it's Jackie Cox. Jackie reminds me of, a, of someone I'm friends with who I don't have any sexual attraction to. And so I'm always thinking of oh. him. And so uh, Tan and French then, is that his name? Yes, it's yeah. my good friend Tan. Yeah, <laughs> I miss Tan. Beige. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> that's what he calls me. Um, beige. <laughs> Such beige. an insult. I to know. Call something beige. Uh, yeah, beige. So I so Jackie, I understand the appeal, but I just you know um, my reference points of have crossed and now i can't see him as hot <laughs> sure uh, sure you know i do think i do think heidi is just a cutie patootie oh he's so cute oh, oh just so cute so sweet so cute mm-hmm. i it's you know what's interesting about heidi is heidi's voice is it I don't, there's something about it. It doesn't change ever, really, um, mm-hmm. in and out of drag, which I appreciate. Yeah. And she sounds, she just sounds so sweet. She had some really great talking heads this week. Like, really great. The the really cute moment when she was talking about Widow, otherwise Delivering. she delivered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, oh, my God. That's, yeah. that's it. <laughs> I think Heidi is doing Katya levels of work mm-hmm. in the talking heads. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I'm... I'm not calling it too early in terms of the infamous PQ, who the pizza queen is of the season. Sure. <laughs> but as but it's preparing, Heidi. <laughs> but, it, but it's Heidi. But it's Heidi. Yeah, but like, it's yeah, cooking in the closet yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah, what can I say? I, yeah, I've got a toaster oven full of Elios in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> blub, 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 blub. Yeah. 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 So, but it, I think it's entirely possible and – would be crazy not to name her at this point as Pizza Queen because I don't care what she looks like. She who cares? 
who cares? Whatever yeah. she's got in that end closet of hers, who cares? Yeah, and, I'll, you know, I'll watch. And I and I also you know I'm also watching Jan. Um, I just think Jan is just bringing a lot of joy to a lot of people. I just think she is going to be a fucking star. And I love what she's doing um, off the show right now, which is just promoting positive energy and doing what I think, you know, drag leaders do, which is keep it real, but also to kind of keep people going. And I, yeah, yeah. I think, so, yeah. so big shout out Jan's, to Jan as well. Yeah. Yeah, she's been she's a great energy on the show. I she's feel a good like sport. she yeah. uh, she is a good sport, <laughs> isn't she? Isn't she? Well, and I love that she had a backpack in this week's mm-hmm. runway, so mm-hmm. she you know brought it home. Yeah, yeah she knows. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I really liked when Jan got to the end of the runway and she kind of gave this like dumb like hey smile to the judges, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I like this. I like. I'm getting Jan. I, I'm figuring out who Jan is. I'm into it. She's, you know, I just feel like she's just very salt of the earth, and uh, in you know, in in real life, and is doing the best she can and Jan is doing the best she can. Um, I also love the nuance of her coming in and pushing. Who was it? Uh, Jackie Cox out of the way. <laughs> oh, she, yeah. She pushed Gigi off. The, oh, yeah, Gigi. And, like, oh, it was joined. so yeah. funny. That was a great moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, I feel like Jan did well in this challenge, but I feel, I don't know what's going on every, every week. It's like Jan does really well, but yeah, uh, Jan safe. Yeah. Yeah, Jan Beep, you know. Yeah, Jan Beep. Jan. Beep, beep, Jan. Yeah, well, you know, I I mean, the big question is Snatch Game, especially for someone like her, is like, okay, like, this is, like, that is your moment. If you have a BFA, if this is what you do. Mm. Uh, a BFA. Um, I loved how she said that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you do? You have a BFA? Oh. Um, Mary, we didn't talk about Widow. Um, I, I just want to praise Widow for what she did in the challenge. Um, I... I'm feeling widow. I also loved her runway look. Uh, and, you know, she came out of the gate very strong. And it seems like they're just kind of saving her for a little bit. It's hard to tell what's going on with widow. I like her. I like her energy because it's a little different from the other queens. Like it's a little more, feels a little more real as well. Uh, I, her runway, it was very friendly as watermelon role. But that's okay. Have you ever had a watermelon? Of course. I, wait, you're okay. calling it a watermelon? Watermelon. That's what they are called. Right? Oh, I thought it was just watermelon roll. Uh, no, yeah, we like, stopped watermelon. watermelon. Ro- oh wow. We yeah, we just had watermelon, and we called it that watermelon roll all the time from Friendlies. Yeah. Yeah, my brother loved that. It was always what he wanted for his birthday. I just did not like. So Mary's, you don't know, Friendlies is this like ice cream restaurant chain that I think is mostly in the Northeast, but they have this. You could, I guess, you can buy it in the freezer section, but they have this like, I don't, I can't. Is it sherbet? Sherbet? <laughs> Say that word. But, sorbet? Uh, no, sorbet. Something else. It's the. I hate the word sherbet. Sher- sherbet. <laughs> sherbet. Sherbet. But I, I just feel like sherbet's wrong. <laughs> like I shouldn't. I, I'm saying it wrong, and everyone knows it. But, um, <laughs> it's made of that, and it looks like a watermelon, and the watermelon seeds are like chocolate chips mm. and the problem is like they're so cold so it's like eating like fingernails like it's just gross ew, <laughs> ew. ew. okay black uh, what is it black swan yeah um, yeah i just think of that it's um, garbage <laughs> it's garbage this is garbage garbage uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i i will say a, a wonderful cameo of this episode that i was not expecting 
was Dahlia Sin as the broccoli. I was like, w- oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, I think it was like the timing of that with the layering of like a classic RuPaul laugh. It was a great <laughs> moment. Like yeah. there is, regardless of all of the fracking, right. there's nothing more enjoyable than like RuPaul losing his shit about something <laughs> on this show. I agree, Mary. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Give another cape. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Uh, I think, you know, I don't know. There was Social Justice Corner, which was, you know, again, um, kind of uh, as expected, right? Telling oh, uh, the, the yeah. show is, is, you know, showing these queen stories, which are very heartfelt and, and important to share. But I think what, I, what came out of it for me was when Jada was basically channeling Project Runway. Like, okay, well, you should heal and paint. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I well, you know the the social justice corner, and I think it was on the pit stop. Bob had said it when talking about the runway, but he was saying, you know, I keep forgetting that Jackie, and then UF finishes a sentence and goes, "Is Persian," and then they both <laughs> laugh. And I mean, like, it's but like to be fair, they they're making sure we catch any moment Jackie talks about being Persian and any moment that Britta talks about being from New York. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, I uh, I think the mom moment i mean the the uh social justice you know mom's day edition you know i mean they could do this every season every you know i feel like they'll every season they'll at least have four queens with a complex mother story so it's a good go-to oh yeah it's something that a lot of us uh can relate to whether you're gay or straight or whatever um it yeah it it's something that they'll always promote you know um and you know it was it was i'm glad that the queens were there for each other um but planet of the capes uh if we want to move on to just talk about some of the highlights uh i know that the phyllis neffler mary was what a thrill i mean it was a thrill yeah, that I mean, this queen, this she Heather's last week, True Beverly Hills this week. She's a reference queen. I'm into it. Yeah, I appreciate. She's got it. a black was, belt in shopping. You know what I mean? Mary? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she uh, just give her a bottle of Evian water and a cigarette on a filter. I was like, this, like, lean into the Shelley Longness of it all. Uh, I, I love good it. drag. Good drag. Yeah. I, I mean, I think she did line the inside of the cape with green. I maybe, you know, no one does it like Phyllis. You I know, know what I mean? It was no one does right, a reveal yeah. like Phyllis. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. Um, I also just have to say, Aiden, uh, you could say whatever you want about the wig, but she pulled this silence of the lambs look together so well that I could smell her cunt. Oh, God. <laughs> Mary's that's a silence of the lamb <laughs> reference because it's very possible you might not pull that from the canon. Um, Sorry, Mary's. Uh, it is a quote. Oh from <laughs> Pop my pearl necklace on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, it puts the lotion in the basket. Okay, Mary. Yeah. <laughs> certainly does. Um, yes, I. I mean, I certainly I appreciate that she put a bug on her mouth. Uh, I I didn't mind this. <laughs> it was one of Asia's butterflies. Yeah, really, exactly. It was like I'm feeling triggered. Yeah, uh, I you know it was yeah. I didn't. I thought it was. I thought it was a good look. I thought it was a totally fine look. I thought it was all put together. I feel like there was a concept. Uh, yeah, she came out with a bug on her mouth. <laughs> With no course and no belt. <laughs> yeah. You tell me what you're doing out here with the same wig and a hat and a bug on your mouth. 
Um, I also, you know, we should just mention the Elvis look. Uh, you know, certainly a statement piece with that huge bird uh, on the back. Um, so props to the designer. Um, yeah, I you assume know. it's Florence Delee again. Uh, it, it was, yeah, it was incredible. I mean, talk about, like, that's what a cape is. Like, that was really incredible. Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, return to sender. Um, we're yeah. all shook up over this, uh, so mm-hmm. it's 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 hard. But it was you know yeah. it was a it was a great look. I guess she'll be doing some jailhouse rock. Yeah. Won't she? yeah, yeah. Okay, Mary. Yeah, she ain't nothing but a hound dog. Okay. Yeah, we know, we know. Yes, that's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, otherwise, you know, the 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 Cape runway came and went, um, caped and went. Um, so I you yes, know. it did. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. It came and it went, just like a cape does. <laughs> Uh, it's like any grinder hookup, right, Mary? I was going to say, they right? Yep. Yeah, I found sometimes they're called Mike, sometimes they're called Guy, sometimes they're called DL Top, uh, but they come and they go. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, you've the cape. Um, so I, I, you know, I, I think we've said what we need to say about this episode. Do you have anything before we kind of move on to the lip sync, perhaps? Um, I don't think i do i mean i will say if we want to just scoot to the so i guess we're there to get to the lip sync i thought that kim petrus was a real housewife until tonight or that no this way show. Oh i my just God. i every time i had heard that name i was like oh is she like new york is that orange no Which one is that? no she's no she's a trans performer that's like killing it yeah well, there you go. I had no idea. But, I mean, it's not crazy. There's some Kims. There's some real house Kims. Of, oh, of from Atlanta? City Atlanta, of fake Atlanta, City of fake and bullshit. <laughs> no, Atlanta. Uh, Kim with the wig. She, like, married. Uh, she did Don't Be Tardy for the Party. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's ridiculous. Yeah. Married yeah, that football so, player. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like it's not crazy that someone – I might think someone named Kim Petras is uh, – is a, yeah, is a real housewife. Yeah, you've just been living under a rock with Tignataro, Mary. It's fine. Uh, yes. Not a bad have, place I, to be. And no it's shame. it's been fine. Yeah. 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 It's been fine. Um, would you social have... distancing. It's okay. <laughs> would, <laughs> would you have put these two queens on the bottom, Heidi and Nikki? Or do you no, think I this would... was part of the storyline? You know, I think that they were never going to send Heidi home. RuPaul made her mind up about Nikki as soon as Nikki picked herself. It was mm. like... All right, we already know how this works because of Chanel. So once you once you vote for yourself, then your last chance your last chance lip sync your your lip sync for your life is your swan song. At the same time, I think like they kind of like you don't keep the queen who says send me home uh, unless it's Roxy Andrews. But uh, <laughs> if in the at the same time, like they knew Heidi is a lip sync assassin, she was going to kill this. There was no concern uh, that they was going to seem on you know like. I think I feel like with this lip sync, they already knew Nikki was going to go home. So why don't they light a fire under, you know, Nikki's feet and, uh, you know, propel her forward in this competition with a lip sync? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, there was that little nuance of Normani saying she's fighting. Um, oh, she's fighting. She's, she's fighting. fighting. She's fighting. She's um, fighting. I yeah, want a gif of that. You know, I wonder how many lip syncs besides Chanel there have been. And I guess maybe Monique. Uh, well, those don't count. The All-Star seasons don't count. When a queen's wig falls off and they stay. Ugh, I mean, the early seasons, it, you know, it was all the time. 
uh, yeah. and they were taking the wigs off, you know, right, like right. it was, you know, in some, I feel like at this point in the lip sync, Heidi could have just left the, the wig off. Oh, and... but see, Mary, I think that's why it was the gag that she fucking put it back on. <laughs> yeah. More or less put it back on. Yeah. <laughs> she put it back on. I thought that was so great. <laughs> yeah. And she, I mean, I felt like that was all that was like Heidi and Closet summed up. Gives this great lip sync and then she loses her wig at the end, but she puts it back on. Yeah. And it's <laughs> not straight, but she keeps going. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, like it wasn't the best lip sync. I haven't been blown away by any lip syncs this season except for maybe Widow and Gigi. Um, or was it Jade and GD? Gigi. But, uh, I no, it was Jada and Sherry Widow. and Widow and Gigi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one, you know, Widow doing the Cirque du Soleil shit. I was, I mean, like, I was like, okay, girl. Uh, to a Nicki Minaj song, nonetheless. Like, okay, work. Uh, but uh, otherwise, yeah. I, I mean, that's the other thing. When these episodes end, I want them to end like on that amazing lip sync finish, and they haven't been, which is also. You know, reason why to tune into the digital drag show on Twitch instead, because you're going to get lip syncs that are, you know, nuanced and fabulous. I agree. I think with me, we talked about this last week that in some ways and and, in very literal ways, the lip sync is the climax of the episode. It's supposed to be that release. It's Mm -hmm. supposed to be that everything builds up to this moment. And, you know, I think for a number of reasons, A, like I knew that Nikki wasn't staying. Mm. uh, B... It wasn't that exciting of a lip sync. I mean, you know, Heidi did a great job, but I I think that she just kind of did all the things she needed to do to win, you know? Right. Um, But this was not uh, Peppermint versus Cynthia Lee Fontaine doing music by Madonna, you know? Like, this, there wasn't that moment. And we haven't had that yet this season. And so it's... It's kind of a... It's kind of a bummer. Yeah. Like, you really want that finale. Well... Well, as RuPaul would say, au revoir, Nikki. Uh, she is moving on. Uh, yeah. And, and I think she'll be successful. It sounds like she already is because she's just so talented. She did the makeup for SNL, for Pete Davidson, for God's sake. You know, not like yeah, she's going to disappear. She, I feel like, you know, she finally, in her exit line, she finally gave them French. And I feel like, you know, Ru is like, oh, wait, that's what I want. Hold on. <laughs> do, do more of that funny language of yours. Uh, <laughs> that funny language. Yeah, oh, say more of those man. silly things. <laughs> You're so goofy. <laughs> yeah, that's a little literal. I was waiting for her to say that when she, when she said goodbye in French. Like, yeah, that's a little literal. Do you remember when she yeah. said that in the workroom? I was like, oh, right, oh, right, right. Yeah. God. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, I think we could leave the episode there and continue some other smaller details on nuance. What do you say, Mary? I think that uh, I think that works. I can do that. Yes, All I can. Right, Mary. Um, well, Marys, if you have any thoughts on this week's Gaze Anatomy episode, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary. You can also email us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com or find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com forward slash all right dash Mary. And uh, we'd be glad to talk to you a little bit more about the episode or, uh, you know, some predictions for what's to come. Uh, otherwise, you can also follow me on Twitter at Johnny Also One or on Instagram at Johnny Also. 
And you can hear more of me on either In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses with Nick Kachanoff. And you can get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And you can get more of both of us, including Nuance, the All Right Mary After Show, on patreon.com backslash All Right Mary. All right, Mary. Well, before we get into our last chance lip sync, I just wanted to give you a little plug for one of our OG Marys, Stalker Channing. Uh, Stalker is a drag queen in California. I think the LA area, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. At Fault Lines. Yeah, Yeah, Fault Lines, right, right, right. Um, Anyway, so she obviously can't work as a drag queen right now live. So what she's doing instead is having her own online viewing party, uh, which you can find at stalkerchanning.com forward slash viewing dash party. And you can, you know, reach out to her on Twitter. Uh, She is uh, a hilarious queen and also an OG Mary and always giving us really funny insights. Uh, So we appreciate her. And, you know, she's got her own uh, Venmo if you want to tip her uh, anything to help out um, some of our local queens. Uh, I know that we'd appreciate it and I'm I'm sure she would appreciate it too. So if you feel like joining her on her viewing party... No, head on over um, on Fridays uh, and see what's going on. Um, with that, Mary, we have a last chance lip sync. Uh, I was going with the theme of medical, but at the same time, just kind of trying to be real about Drag Race this season. And, you know, it could be this week and next week it'll change and whatever. But right now it it, it feels just like a pill, right? Instead of making me better, keeps making me ill. And it it's not the pill's fault necessarily. A lot of it has to do with my diet and what's going on in the world. Uh, so we thought we'd leave you with pinks, just like a pill, uh, for our last chance lip sync. Well, you know, take two and call me in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I am not the doctor, Mary. <laughs> Visiting hours are from nine to five. So if you show Is up at 10 past six, <laughs> I need a refill on this script. So uh, please. Please. Uh, be be well, gentle. Yeah. Uh, but is there an anal option? <laughs> well, if you have the right toys, Mary. Yeah. Yeah. If you're brave enough, everything's an anal option. <laughs> All right, Marys. We'll see you next time. So yeah. Be fun. I can't stay on your life.